This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Chernak will wait while both teams get fresh legs out. Victor Hedman, stretch pass, Sorelli. Trying to find it in the skates. He does. Sorelli darting in with the backhand. He scores! Anthony Sorelli! And it is 2-0 Tampa. It's BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network. Welcome back, BetQL Daily. My name is Danny Parkins. I do afternoons on The Score in Chicago. We're in for Joe Ostrowski, Kevin Rogers from Vegas Insider along for the ride. Please do us a favor. Subscribe, rate, and review at BetQL Daily. Available on the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcasts. Tweet us your reviews at BetQL Daily. We'll retweet you Want to grow this BetQL community and the BetQL network, which of course the audio network is expanding. We're live on 105.9 FM HD2, The Bet in Chicago. Also live on 1430 in Denver. KCBS HD3 in LA and growing. So tell your friends, tell your local stations, hey, I want the BetQL audio network and we'll come to a spot near you. And sports bettors, are you ready? Download the Points Bets app now and use the code BetQL daily to get two risk-free bets for up to $2,000. When you bet with Points Bet, you get faster bets, faster withdrawals, and faster rewards at your fingertips. Download the app now to experience this premium sportsbook for yourself. And don't forget to sign up with the code BetQL daily to get two risk-free bets for up to $2,000. So are you ready? Terms and conditions apply. Void where prohibited. Must be 21 or over. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. All right, Kevin Rogers, Mr. NHL. What do I need to know? How am I made? I'll bet on anything, even things I don't know about. So I want you to give me a bet and I will place it during this segment based on my interpretation of your rationale for the bet. But understand that my interpretation of your rationale is coming from a framework of very little knowledge when it comes to hockey. So it should not be too difficult for you to impress me and persuade me in order to make a bet. I would prefer if it was a bet for tonight's action personally. So that I can, you know, I'm the, that's the type of degenerate that I am. Canadians against the Jets or Vegas against Colorado. I know Colorado's the favorite to win this entire thing, like plus 150, plus 160, depending on where you're doing your shopping. Do you have a bet for me in the Stanley Cup playoffs tonight? Well, I'll give you tonight in a second. Take the Tampa Bay Lightning. I think that... To win the whole all, thing. Yeah, that I saw them play the Panthers down here and the Lightning... Let me, let me put it to you this way, Danny. For those that don't really follow the NHL, that before the playoffs, the Lightning ended up getting, before game one, Steven Stamkos and Nikita Kucherov back in the lineup. I, I don't want to compare it necessarily to like the Nets getting Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant back 
after a long period out, but that's what it felt like, that Tampa Bay had two MVPs back in the lineup, and they have a world-class goalie in Andre Vasilevsky. They beat the Panthers in six games. The Panthers are good. They're just not on the level of Tampa Bay. Lightning didn't care. They didn't have the home ice advantage, and it didn't matter in this round so far either. They're very taking the first two at Carolina in two low-scoring games against a Hurricanes team that's good, but the Lightning are still the champs. They still did the whole thing in the bubble last year. was not a fraud. So I'd say Tampa Bay, take a look at them to win it all. As Plus far as- 240, by the way. They're, 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 the, they're the second favorite, but almost two and a half to one on your money on, uh, on Tampa Bay. Yeah, I don't think it's crazy at all to take them. And when you look at tonight, what I wonder with Montreal is, was that the Stanley Cup in the last round? You coming from 3-1 down against the rival Maple Leafs, where Toronto had everything to lose in a sense because they haven't won a Stanley Cup since 1967, and they haven't won a first-round series in years, that Montreal won Game 5 in overtime, Game 6 in overtime. They beat Toronto on the road in Game 7. That They still have a world-class goalie in Carey Price, but did you leave all of that in Toronto? Now you're playing Winnipeg, who is a good team, and everyone expected Toronto and Edmonton in this round. Edmonton got bounced with Connor McDavid in the last round. They weren't good. The Jets won in overtime. The Jets came back in one of those games from 4-1 down to win. That I would say it's hard to back Montreal as this short of an underdog tonight. And in the other game, Vegas and Colorado, Vegas could be worth a shot here, and I'll tell you why. Vegas won game seven against Minnesota at home. They had to turn around and go to Colorado, and the Avalanche are a stacked team. Like, there's no disputing that. And I think it was just a bad spot for the Golden Knights in game one that now you get them in game two. Everyone's down on them. And I always like looking at teams, Danny, that people are down on, that they quit on them. They're saying, oh, they're not good or Colorado's much better. Colorado's really good. But I think Vegas is good as well. And I think Vegas could be worth a look as a dog. So I'd say tonight the Jets and Golden Knights would be my two selections. Okay. And you know what? That was enough for me. That's enough. I'm in on both of those bets. I'll fire away. Now, I'm I'm a little surprised just as I look at it. I mean, you have Colorado and, you know, as the plus, the, the little bit better than even money favorite, plus 150, plus 160. Then you go to Tampa Bay, plus 240. Boston, plus 550. And then everyone else on the board, a huge long shot. You, you hear so much about it just takes a hot goalie and anybody can win and the craziness of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Is there any long shot on the board? I know you liked Tampa and that's your pick and plus 240 is a great return. But is there a long shot on the board that you would say, you know what, at 11 to 1, at 13 to 1, it's a compelling return on investment? If the answer you know, is no, it's fine. I'm just, I'm just, no, normally you think about it being kind of a more wide open thing. And so I'm just curious because there are some really good juicy prices out there. Well, it's funny how Carolina really fell off the the cliff uh, after they were in that top three or four, and now they've lost two. Vincent Trocek, one of their top players, he got hurt last night, so if he's not playing, that's a big problem. Now they're going back to Tampa, so I don't think you can take a shot with Carolina to come back and win that series against Tampa Bay. As far as the Islanders go, I don't think it's crazy to think the Islanders could maybe uh, beat Boston. When you look, Barry Trotz is their head coach. He was with the Capitals when they won the Stanley Cup against Vegas. So he is one of the top head coaches in the NHL that the Islanders, they're a scrappy team. They don't have the names that the Bruins have on their team necessarily, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Islanders knocked out the Bruins. I just can't see any of the Canadian teams beating Colorado or Vegas in, in the final four because we don't have 
conferences this year. It's four divisions, and they reseed going into the the last four. So you can have, you know, geographically not a Stanley Cup like what you would see in years past. But it'd be very hard to see, Danny, the two Canadian teams, Winnipeg or Montreal, end up winning the whole thing. All right, that's really good stuff, man. Uh, For any hockey bettors out there, people who want to get invested in it, uh, follow Kevin Rogers. He'll hook you up. On that, we're going to be talking golf in a little bit with my guy Teddy Greenstein, senior editor for Points Bet, then NFL Futures uh, at the top of the hour, then a professional sports better. Uh, Eric Renning will be joining us coming up in a little bit less than an hour. So we got a lot more to do here at BetQL Daily. I want to talk to you a little bit about the card tonight in Major League Baseball. And yeah, I'm based here in Chicago and I watch every Cubs game and we're on the home of the Cubs uh, on 670 to score. But um, Adbert Alzali is, I know he's going against the Padres and I know that they are arguably the best team in baseball and they can put the ball in play. But I think his strikeout prop, it's coming to an end in terms of where there is still value on it. But it's not completely over. The gravy train of Adbert Alzali over strikeouts in a game is not over. To go over five and a half strikeouts today, he's minus 138. So you got to lay a little juice. He's a favorite. But here's what I'll tell you. He's done it in seven of his last eight games. He's got nine starts this year. He's only not gone over five and a half strikeouts twice. The first game of the season, and then three games ago against against Washington, but he still gave you five innings in that game, but they pulled him after 63 pitches. It was circumstances within the game. He went 103 pitches his last time out. So they're trusting him to go deeper into the games. That's the first time he'd gone over 100 pitches in his career. But listen to these numbers. 6Ks, 6Ks, 3, 6, 7, 6, 7, 6. So seven of his last eight, even with low pitch counts, only one of those games over 100 pitches, only two of those games over 90 pitches, he was still hitting six or seven strikeouts every time. He has games where he had six strikeouts when he only had 68 pitches in the game. So now that he has you know, a relative expectation of 90 to 100, maybe 110, again, he was 103 last time out, He has crazy swing and miss stuff. He throws his slider for strikes. The fastball and slider are tunneled beautifully off of each other. And within a Cubs rotation that doesn't have a lot of velocity, I don't know if they're going to win again against the Padres, even though they're 5-0 this year against the Padres and Dodgers. They're playing an incredible brand of baseball, and their bullpen is great. Alzali is a strikeout dude. He's a a miss-bats dude in a rotation that doesn't have him. And – now that they're finally letting the leash off of him a little bit and letting him go deeper into games, I think there is still value there, even though you got to lay a little bit of juice on his over strikeout prop today. I'm on it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm going to go the other way, Danny, and I'll tell you why, even though there's a lot of uh, variables here with this. uh, And, and, uh, of course, you bring up the number. He's done it many times. He hasn't done it once or twice. He's done it many times this season. Seven of eight. 
Yeah, San Diego, looking back at their last six games, all right, and against the starters they faced, and, and granted, you know, up and down guys, I mean, Alzale, let's not make him NCU Darvish or anything like that. No. But, but uh, last six starts, the start, or last six games, the starting pitcher for the opposition against San Diego has not recorded more than five strikeouts. Okay, so and Kimbrell had three last night in the ninth, so that that kind of bulked up the number, you know, against the Padres. But what's interesting is I looked it up in the last starting pitcher to strike out six or more Padres was Eric Lauer in the last or a few series ago at Milwaukee. So that was the last guy to do it. I just think now maybe, Danny, you jump off the train and, and you say you take the plus money on it and hope that he finishes under that number. Okay. I mean, look, so you're, you're focusing more on the opponent. I'm focusing more on the pitcher. And I would just say in baseball right now, where the league average is the lowest it's been in 60 years and the strikeout rate continues to rise every year for the last 20, like good pitching is beating good hitting at a rate that it hasn't in multiple generations. And so I'm with you. Like the Padres are incredible and they are a good contact team. But just good pitching is beating good hitting these days, especially with swing and miss stuff. And Alzelay is a swing and miss guy. He just is. He, he, he misses bats. And I'm fascinated by it. I, I think it's it's a great measuring stick for him because, of course, he's not you, Darvish. He's not Walker Bueller. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that he is an elite pitcher yet. But I do think he's got a very bright future with a high ceiling. He's under contract for the Cubs through 2027. Like, I, I think he's a mainstay in the rotation. And coming into the year – he was arguably the biggest question mark in the rotation. And to me, he's showing that he's got really elite stuff. I'd be curious, and obviously we don't have the numbers in front of us now, but I'd be curious to see what his odds were, his player prop for strikeouts in his last few starts and seeing that if it's gradually moved up, that if he's gone to five and a half, minus 110. Yeah, he was five, he's been five and a half for a couple, but the but the, the juice is continuing right. to, to move against us here. That's yeah. what I'm wondering, that now it's all the way up here that you say, okay, maybe we'll go the other direction. And look, again, five strikeouts, great job. And it depends on how long you last. And, and this is also the other factor, too, that I always go to this, Danny, that He's not going to last nine innings, but there's a chance he can go two or three innings. Not because he's bad. You could look what happened to Steven Strasburg last night. He got hit by a line drive. You're gone. And I'm not saying you have to bank on that every time. You hope they get hurt to uh, to win the under, but you can have him go three innings and get four strikeouts. Something happens, he exits, and you're a winner. So that's kind of where you know I look at that. That maybe you just that we know he has the potential to do it to get the six and a half or to get six or seven or eight strikeouts, but. Maybe now, instead of doing the juice, maybe you go the other way and look at the under. But uh, again, that's what makes it good is that we don't have to agree on every single thing on the show. No, I mean, if we if we did, we'd be horrible gamblers. Yeah. Uh, just to give you people updated quickly on the baseball futures market, Dodgers plus 340 to win the World Series. White Sox, despite the injuries, 7-1. to one. Padres, 7-1. to one. Yankees, plus 850. Mets plus 950. Your five favorites right now to win the World Series. I'm really looking forward to talking to our next guest. Teddy Greenstein knows a tremendous amount about golf. The Memorial, a famous tournament, Murfield Village. They've changed up the course a little bit. I just saw a picture of the fifth green. It's like the size of a carpet in a fairly oversized living room. It's ridiculous. So you're listening to BetQL Daily. We're talking golf. We're making money this weekend in the tournament. You're locked in on the BetQL Audio Network.